You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back, back, run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. The Craig Jordan here. Stadium time is 8.40 p.m. Central Daylight Standard Time. Greetings and salutations, Orange Truthers. This is your intrepid host, your guide through the Auburn cosmos, Son of Crow. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True podcast, harbored by collegeofmagnolia.com. You can find me at Son of Crow 2 on Twitter or Son of Crow on Venmo. To one side of me is the rumor monger, grill master, a guy who knows what an air fryer is, Ryan Starrett. You forgot something. It's uh, the newest supporter of Nottingham Forest. The newest supporter of Nottingham Forest, up the forest, to the other side of me. Fighting Robin Hoods. Giving you full floor pain ASMR. A man who has hung some insulation in his day. A man who has some tropical fish. A man who does not want to ever see a razor blade again, he said. AU Chief. So. There was something else I was going to put in the intro, and I can't remember what it was. Coors in hand. Coors in hand. That's true. Uh, there were some Coors that were concerned. Well. <laughs> we put drywall up. Chief showed up to help put up drywall and insulation. So did Ryan. Ryan helped me move. Yeah, I didn't make it for the move. Into the new place. We're actually recording this at the old place, because there's no Wi-Fi here and not yeah. there yet. So it sounds a little echoey. That's because there's a little less furniture. Yeah, we're recording here in my second home now. <laughs> not going to lie. This is probably the most comfortable I've ever been during. Uh, yeah, recording. no joke. I was, as I was sitting here, we're like, hey, we should I, I do guess this I exact same set. Chairs, we're having a tailgate in Cool yeah, Living Room. That is true. Right well, well, soon to be in the lab. Podcast. Soon to be in the podcast lab. We've got a couple more steps before the podcast lab is done. Number one i got to spray insulation all over the attic. <laughs> Number two, got to spray insulation into the walls on two of the exterior walls. Number three, got to cut a door into the rest of the house. Four, put on a door. Turned out we bought the wrong door. Oh. Yeah. yeah that'll get you. Well, I bought a right-hand end swing, needed a left-hand end swing. Oh, ouch. And it doesn't Just actually... Turn it upside down. It works, but it's going to look like the front, like the exterior of the door is... In the inside. In the inside of the house, as opposed gotcha. to gotcha. Oh. It's whatever. It's you know the joys of home ownership, as they say. You should get the. We have I'm already ready to sell this house, by the way. Like I'm ready to sell it. <laughs> You're gonna flip it. It's <laughs> just like I understand. I told Sarah today. I was like, look, let's sell this house and move into an apartment. Like just <laughs> take the money we make and just move into an apartment. Put that money in the index fund and just call it a day. I mean, already it's worth more. Than when you bought. We've added 230 square feet to this house. <laughs> we doesn't have AC in that 230 yet. square feet. Yeah, getting there. Or door there. from or inside the house. Door from inside the house. Right now, it's just a really nice little like workshop, little it's workshop room. It's got a nice patio area out back. Doesn't that, have that 70s vibe. Here's the thing: the second this house is ready, which could be a year from now, <laughs> I will have an Orange and True meetup at the crib. Oh. For a Saturday football game, if I'm not renting that house out. For game day rentals <laughs> to make money, 
Oh, not a mouse, which might be, be the case. Idea. We might be spending a lot of weekends in the fall in Atlanta hotels. <laughs> and just not watching the game. I don't go to the games anyway. I don't have tickets. I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> anyway, tell us today's show. We're talking a little bit about state of the program. Yeah, it's that time of year again. It's that time of the year where no one has any idea what to talk about. And so everyone's running top ten lists. Ryan got into it the other day with yeah, a top ten list on there. Keep those on Twitter. Top yeah. ten list of quarterbacks. I thought it was a good list. It is a good list. You know why? You know how you know it's a good list? It generated a lot of content. It did. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, how I'm you know sorry it's a good all list. the nineteen uh, eighties quarterbacks weren't on there. That's slack. I thought that was a good. That was decision. like fifteen years before he was born. How do right. you keep up with quarterbacks <laughs> who's like a good game is two hundred yards passing? Right. I think I'm the only one in this room that had heard of some of those. Uh, You're absolutely correct. So. Yeah, Josh Black was all about uh, Jeff Berger. This, well, look, he's on the all-name team. I mean, come on. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Hamburger? Cheeseburger is what I would Please, call if him. his middle name's not Ham. I would have called him Cheese. That would have been his nickname, and nobody would have been able to tell me anything else. What's up, Cheese? I said, no, it's Jeff. Man, what okay, is, so if, if you played quarterback on one of uh, Gene Chizik's teams, he would have been, it would have been the Cheeseburger offense. Oh, we missed out on the Chisburger. <laughs> oh, Malik. Right now on ESPN, whatever this is, ESPN you. you. Malik just tried a mega slam and it did the, not. Classic, classic, Malik. classic Malik. The Auburn Mississippi State. It is 69 to 56 right now, That's though. That's nice. I bet we can go back and find my tweet about this exact <laughs> score. Guys, say the program, the basketball program is probably Florida. We got to commit today. What's a good state? Uh, not Florida, Hawaii. The basketball program <laughs> is Hawaii. That's the state of the program. I mean, it Hawaii is, is the large. best state, right? Hawaii is the best state. Chiefs if you have a lot of money. Look, I'm from Texas, and we notoriously cape for our state like nobody it's else. It's a pretty good state. It's a good state. I love Texas, but I've also been to Hawaii and got off the airplane and was really mad. Like, immediately <laughs> angry that these people are Americans, and I'm an American, yet I had to grow up where it's 9 million percent humidity, very hot and is no beautiful Pacific Ocean. To be they fair, go up there. Fifty percent of the people there were probably Japanese or Korean. That's okay. <laughs> I'm just saying they're not exactly Americans. Oh right, they're tourists. Tourists but as well. There were tourists that's, there. That's a day trip for those guys. You know that? They go, no, yeah, they go to Hawaii and go shopping. Yeah, it's halfway. It's not. It's like it's halfway to. Well, still not U.S. No. But they hop on a plane right. and go for the weekend. You know that Oahu <laughs> is the most remote island in the world. Really? Yeah. That's Hawaii. Hawaii is crazy. Yeah, it's further away from any other stretch of islands than any other stretch of islands. Huh. Hmm. Did you know that it's not even the furthest west island or furthest west Excuse state me. in the United States because Alaska's oh yeah, Alaska reaches Alaska's Alaska's Alaska. also the furthest east state. In yeah, the United States. both mind blowing geography here. Yeah. Anyway, the whole Auburn basketball is the Hawaii of Auburn sports. sports. Yeah, yeah. It's got everything you need. It's high rent. High rent right now. Yeah, yeah. That's the only problem with Hawaii is it's uh, very expensive. Everyone wants to go there, and everyone wants to watch Auburn basketball. And to get like milk and stuff, it has to be yeah. shipped in on a boat. They got cows, but it's not enough to get back to Auburn basketball. Being Hawaii, it's going to be maybe more difficult to get to come by Auburn hoop season tickets this fall. Oh, so if you didn't, there's have a wait list. Whoa, hit fly on you. Oh, uh, thanks, buddy. Uh, crow hitting on Chief over here. Yeah, literally hitting. Feels <laughs> mad. Uh, yeah, no. If you do not already have Auburn season tickets, you will not be getting Auburn mm-hmm. season tickets. Uh, they sold out of them this year. So ticket selection is tomorrow for uh, where. Uh, yeah, it opens it. up tomorrow. I think I'm a little later in the week. Um, 
I don't have tickets either. I don't have tickets to any of this stuff. I, I'm going to get press passes this year, man. Man alive. I don't have any in my name. That's the problem I need. Here's, here's the thing. If Auburn University does not give Crow press passes after you using We've Got Jared. Oh, okay. Look. Yeah, look, they do. Look, it's I a do. mutual. I do. They took it down because I don't know why they took it down. I wouldn't have gotten mad at them. Man, they should really. Uh, it's, a, it's a fair trade. It's right? fair trade. Give like, me yeah. press passes. No, what they need to let me do is seeing We've Got Jared when they give out the... When they hang the banner. Crow, are they going to let you sing the national anthem? No, they, they shouldn't. <laughs> oh, they should. I am going to. Uh, I'll sing the national anthem. Make some calls. If, if Josh Chief, Black, uh, you should make somebody. some calls. Only if Chief takes a knee during the national anthem. <laughs> oh, sing it in protest of me singing it. But I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely in protest of me singing. I will. I would love to sing. We've got Jared as they as Jared pulls the banner up into the into the rafters. <laughs> well, Jared's going to be busy. Be on an NBA roster because they'll do it. We don't know that yet. On we think so. week. I mean, they're not gonna raise. They're gonna raise the banner the first chance they get. Raise the banner. There was a Mexican restaurant in my hometown of Longview, Texas, growing up called Pancho's Mexican Buffet, and it was an all-you-can-eat Mexican. Wow. Well, yes, it was a buffet, but also you could order off the all-you-can-eat menu. Okay. And so you would sit down, and they would bring you food. Um, and then if you wanted more, you could only get more of what you ordered. You would raise... Sounds like a very Texas thing. You would raise a tiny Mexican flag that was at the end of your table. <laughs> you had to raise it. Really like like it was... Like pulling it like he's actually raising a flag up the If you imagine a flagpole that's about 10 inches tall, and then a straight flag that just sticks up, and their commercials would say, Raise the flag. Are you ready for Poncho's Mexican Buffet? And they're my hair and say race flag, that's what I think of. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, the third order of enchiladas, they quit carrot. You want to hear After my, that, you wanna hear my most controversial opinion? Enchiladas? Trash? No, no, oh, no. Okay. I love enchiladas. I don't like buffets. I don't like buffets either. It's not controversial at all. They, dis- they disgust me. They're, well, they're not, there's no way to produce that much good food. Right, right. Even Indian food buffets, which usually are my favorite buffets, I just rather have chicken korma. I just, yeah, I just, I, I don't. It grosses me out. The, the like oh, food just yeah. sitting out in the open. It just. I got invited to the Golden Corral a couple weeks ago. And I was just like, <laughs> I went and ate there, and I was like, I'm gonna get breakfast food because I know that's the simplest thing on this menu, and so the hardest to screw up bacon and eggs. I, I, I wouldn't have that. I used to do CC's, but that's simply for the uh, the cinnamon rolls. And because it used to be two ninety nine. Well, right, and I was a college student, so, so now it's like nine ninety nine. Well, look, our basketball is not the CC's of. Of Auburn no, Athletics. No. It's definitely the whatever the expensive what version what, of that is. What the CC's means. Auburn basketball. Auburn well, sports. Well, is Auburn basketball the Pizza Hut buffet of? Uh, <laughs> I used to love Pizza I, Hut buffets. I, I did too. Pizza buffets. I can get. KFC had Mr. a good buffet. Back Mr. Gaddy's to bring it back to Auburn was a great buffet. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Auburn Hoops the program. Got to commit. Or got a right got a signee. Or I don't know. That was just a scholarship offer. Offer nothing, so they offered a kid. Yeah. As that everybody else probably. Twenty nineteen. There was some confusion. I think it's twenty twenty guy. Yeah, that's twenty nineteen. Be now. It's, yeah. Well, well B Mark said it was twenty nineteen. I'm not sure. There's no way. Wall, man. There's no way it's twenty nineteen because that is this that he would have already graduated unless he's not very good. <laughs> that's yeah. The, that's the the I think the question was if he was reclassifying. Right. There could be some reclassification oh, gotcha. or so the signing is already uh, passed. Right. Uh, there could be dudes that kind of 
slip let's, through the cracks or Let's whatever. take a step back, though, because we're doing state of the program, not okay. exactly on the uh, minutiae well, of the roster right well, now. Well, we signed some guy. That's right. an indication of uh, We're signing a lot of guys. There is a decent chance there is a, that the Auburn men's basketball program starting lineup will have more talent, NBA talent on it, than last year's starting lineup. Will it be better? Probably not. Will it go further into the tournament? Long. Probably not. But in terms of just... Well, we won't have Jared Harper right. or, uh, or Bryce Brown. But in terms of just like, these guys are guys outrageously talented yeah, yeah. athletes. Well, we're going to see... Um, not quite if Bruce can do what, say, Roy Williams right. does. Uh, but we'll see if he can do closer to what Roy Williams Because there's a good chance Isaac Coral is a one-and-done player. Yeah. Auburn had had one of those in ever, maybe. Um, ever. Yeah, ever. Period. Ever. Yeah, I can't think of one. Unless you're counting a one and done, like he played one year and then transfer. Yeah, <laughs> no, not counting those guys. Yeah, uh, Auburn had a one done player. Uh, yeah, ever. I think Verez Ward played one year. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> played the loose term. So yeah. what's his name? Transferred to Florida State and played for the Knicks for a while. Uh, Tony uh, Tony Douglas. Tony Douglas, yeah. But that doesn't count. So here, so here's the question: Is this, and I think this should be an obvious answer. Is this the best position Auburn basketball has ever been in? Yes. Oh, God. So yes. the only, the we only, made the tournament two years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> tournament we made the tournament in a row. More consecutive years in the 80s. So that's, that's the only We went to the tournament two years in a row, and one of those was a Final Four. Right. And yeah. I know, But not yeah. just saying based off of, oh, they just went to a Final Four. We also went Looking forward, is this better than any year we had in the 80s? Two straight tournaments. One of them is a Final Four. Two straight conference championships. Returning the entire coaching staff. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. And I, then, I guess I guess uh, Bob is coming I, back. Yeah, he's he's yeah. been cleared. He's back. returning the whole coaching staff and returning. Let's see. I think at that least could two change. two co- starters. The coaching staff thing could change. Yeah, but you're returning two starters. Samir and McMore. Samir and Wiley. So this is maybe why three why starters. Yeah. This yeah. is why it's the number fifteen game. It's because it's yeah. Auburn's blowing a lead here with two minutes to go. Come on. Steve. Yeah, I'd forgotten about what happened here. Doctor McLaughlin's prominent on this. Oh, yeah. He's always prominent. He's always. Been missing the student section. Yeah. He should have worn suits to games. He could have helped him get a job. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, who's that looking guy in the front? Guy who's dressed like a doctor. Yeah, he must be a doctor. Don't shoot a three here. Anyway, um, the next program, women's basketball, you could also say is in the best place it's been in five years. Uh, in five years, they were. They were. Yeah, they, they hit rock bottom. They've, they've kind of had a, a way the last few years. They were a tournament team five, six years yeah. ago, and then they got a real, couple real of rough years. Yeah, I mean, there was a few years where they would, it seemed like, get into the top 10, 15 or so, and then just tank in conference play. Yeah. Coach Fall's been here a long time. She, she has, and she's got it. I think she's a really good coach. I, and I think she's got her players playing for her right now. So um, I think the women's basketball is in a really good spot. Men's basketball, obviously, is probably the fillet. I mean, it is. Men's basketball is nine million different. Uh, is it the Western Sizzling fillet that yeah. my grandfather used to I swore some analogies. The Hawaii of programs, women's basketball has got to be uh, Arizona. Arizona's a pretty good state. This was pretty sweet. Grand Canyon. Uh, yeah, well, That's several gross. states have the Grand Canyon, don't they? No, just the, just Arizona. Arizona. It's the Grand Canyon the, states. What's on their license? I thought, I thought it ran into Because the they're adjacent to a lot of people's favorite state. What's California? Whose who's favorite state is I like California, but... Uh, whose favorite state? they got a lot of good beaches. 
They do if you're from people. California, your favorite oh, yeah. state. The nastiest beach I've ever seen in my life was in California. There's a lot well, of beaches. Yeah, <laughs> but there's a lot of beaches. If you ever also be like, there's some insane I was in, spots. I was in Santa Monica. It was there really are some insane nasty. spots in California. There's a reason why it's so expensive to live there. It's because everybody wants. For to the pot, Alcatero uh, lives in uh, Newport Beach, I believe. It's Shout out to Alcatero, one of my favorite yeah. people on the Twitters. Good guy. Um, yeah, so the California of Auburn sports might be a football team. You can think we're taking this the wrong way, correct? I don't think we are. The state of the program, Auburn football state of the program is California. Hopefully. They've got some good beaches. Some of them are awful. Some of them are awful. <laughs> sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Sometimes you pay a lot of taxes. At the end of the day, it's an expensive place to live. It has the most electoral votes of any state. Because it's got the a lot of people. Is sort of trash. The, the <laughs> stadium is really big here. It's the most electoral votes of any of our sports. People care the most about what happens in football. Am I wrong? It's true. Football is the California. I can, I can the program right now. Get down with that. There may be some dysfunction somewhere along. I like that we agree that Hawaii is the best state. It's really stinky. Well, yeah. It's the best state. <laughs> like, people don't have air conditioning there. Because it's not too hot and it's not too cold. The ever. airport in Honolulu didn't have walls half the time because they don't <laughs> need a white jacket. I, got, I, I became uh, obsessed with Hawaii in like 10th grade. Yeah. I watched uh, some Hawaii episodes of This Old House okay. in a shop class I had. And I was like, I've got to live here. They were building these houses and there was no air conditioning. You know what fans. else you could have seen uh, in Hawaii? What? Jared Harper dunking on dude. That's true. Yes. To bring it back to the Hawaii of Auburn programs. I don't think you like the fact that I think the state of the program is, is better. It's about, about states yeah. of the program. I mean, I like the analogy. It's good. Oh, it's 76 69, Auburn. Nice. I think. I think a little behind the scenes, this was not discussed before we went No, it wasn't, it wasn't discussed in my brain until we started. <laughs> I like this idea. So, what do you think? We've got California, Hawaii, and Arizona. I really think Arizona's an underrated state. That's why I think I put women's basketball there. Uh, I mean, I've been there. It was fine. It was, it was a nice little retirement community. Good golf. Oh, if yeah. Into golf, no, my, Josh Dunn uh, probably loves Arizona. My friend's dad ran a golf course out there for a while. It was pretty cool. Also, like, if you're into crystals. It requires all of the water that the state has. Oh, well, yeah. They take it all from Lake Mead, I think. <laughs> that's in, uh... That's in, it's not in Arizona, I know. Yeah, that's where they get... That's why I thought... That's why I thought... That sounds like Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon goes no, in the Well, the, well I, I don't know. I've never been there. Oh, you gotta go. Oh, I would like to. Uh, you I'd gotta also, go. I'd also like to go to Yosemite, but, uh... California. And my like every. I'd like to go to the Rose Bowl. It's, isn't it in like eight states, literally? Like what? Yosemite. Like no, it's only in California. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought it was in Idaho. No, Yellowstone. Yellowstone is in. That's what I'm is thinking. Is in Montana, Montana and, and yeah. that, I'm thinking Yellowstone. <laughs> you gotta go to that too. That's a good one. That's the one that's gonna blow up and. Oh, it's gonna right? blow up. Right. The that's whole earth is gonna yeah. end when it does. Okay. Yeah. All right. The trumpet of the Lord shall sound. Well, so right. what's, what's, what's our next uh, team we want to talk about here? Football, for real? We've already list? done it. We got double. We, okay, are we, we actually have to talk about these these teams. Guys. We are. I don't, I don't think we are. Okay, so what do you want to say about basketball that hasn't been said? It's the best it may have ever been at Auburn. Ever. Right. Check. So, so what do you see? What do you see for this program in the next five years? We've talked about men's several, basketball. Right, men's basketball. We've talked several times about if you're expecting what we just saw this past year, you're an idiot. Yes. So, so what's the real Kentucky does expect the Final Four every year. They, they do, they but we, say, we, they we do. make fun of them for they it. They say they do, but even Kentucky fans 
understand. Well, yeah, they, they, they didn't uh, melt completely down when we beat them. Right. Because it's understood that going to lead eight's a big deal. Well, the, the tournament is just it's it's not a crapshoot, but it's a it's pretty hard close. So yeah, it's like it's this side of a roll of the dice. <laughs> so what are we expecting from this program? Then are we expecting tournaments? Maybe, so tournaments. That's right. I, I think the bar is set at this point. This should be a tournament program. I would yeah. say, like we said before the pod started, you just want to be a second weekend team, right? Like if, if you can make it. To the second weekend, that's great. Yeah, you yeah. won your first two games, boom. Yep. I, I really, uh, I'd like to hear what Bruce has to say. He has, I don't think he's really spoken a lot about this next year. Um, because if we all remember last year, he was trying to warn us as early as last summer that it was going to be a tougher road. The SEC was going to be yeah, better. A lot of that with the schedule. Yeah. Right. And, and so I, I really want to hear what he has to say, like what he expects out of this team. Um, he may not know yet. I mean, they're not even really practicing. They're just doing their summer workouts. Right. So. Do you guys want to go to basketball media days? I would. I don't even know when that is. I don't know where it is. I think it's in Destin. Then we should do that. <laughs> That's a day. I say that. I have no idea. I think it. I, I. I think it might be. We should go to basketball media days. We should try to get credentialed for that, Jack. Um, yeah, we gotta make that happen. What we ought to make happen right now too is take a quick break, and we come back. We have a, something really special for you. All right, I had the opportunity this week to sit down with Auburn's longest tenured head coach, I believe. I'll do the I'll do the math before I ask her that. Was it? What, what did we figure? It's almost twenty years. And I think she's the winningest female coach in Auburn history. Yeah. And that is Karen Hoppe, head coach of Auburn women's soccer. And that interview can be heard on this feed individually and also right here. So Karen Hoppe. Auburn women's soccer head coach for 20 years. I'm going to start out with a question I asked you earlier. What is the most important thing that you've seen changed in the landscape of women's soccer in the last 20 years? Um, well, a cu- couple things. One is, I think, you know, and especially when I look at my job at Auburn, you know, here we're really developing the overall athlete. You know, before we were just trying to make the best soccer player we could, and now with all access to all the services and technology that we have, we're able to develop the total student athlete through the GPS and heart rate and our strength and conditioning and our nutrition and mental health and all of those things. So we're not just making them great soccer players, we're making them great athletes. And then you think about the landscape on a broader scope, landscape of women's soccer, what I've just seen is a is a better quality of soccer. Mm-hmm. You know, more teams play can play a high quality. This the athletes are more skilled when they get there, and it's just um, the beautiful game is more beautiful now yeah. than it was 20 years ago. Well, like you know, now there's there's the NWSL and the European leagues are pumping more money into women's soccer, and with the popularity of the women's national team in this country, like is that a huge benefit for you? Um, I think it will be. You know, this is the first time that we've gone through two World Cups and sus- with a sustained prof- women's professional league. The NWSL now is was around when we won the last World Cup and is still around now that we won this World Cup. So it's the longest-running women's professional league, and I think this World Cup victory um, that the USA just had will, will further enhance that league with sponsorships and the salaries we can pay and things like that. And, and that's great because of the trickle-down effect to us. It gives our athletes uh, a goal to play at the next level that wasn't there before. Yeah, and so 
when they're playing the next level, the rules are obviously a little bit different. What do you think uh, should be done, if anything, about making the rules similar between FIFA regulations and, and NCAA regulations? Um, you know, it's a great question. The two big ones everybody talks about is is uh, subs in time. And on the subs, I, I actually like both the way they are. I think FIFA, um, you know, that's the way the international game is made to be. And professional players um, understand you got three subs and that's it. Um, and once you're out, you're out. Um, but at our level, um, a lot of... Division One women's soccer coaches are asked to carry a higher number on their roster and things like that. So I think having a bit more liberal um, subbing rules is important. And the other thing is we, you know, we play two games in a weekend. I mean, the game's not necessarily meant to be played that way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we need the ability to sub to to keep the athletes healthy. So I think I think FIFA having their own and NCAA having their own from a sub rule standpoint is important. Um, from a timekeeping, I think FIFA needs to to copy us. I think we do it right. Um, you know, FIFA has the referee keep it on their watch and then throws on this random number for extra time that nobody understands how they calculated it and um, it's really difficult as a fan it creates a lot of shenanigans at the end of international games with subs and fake injuries and things like that so I think we actually have it right, um, right. Our, our referee still controls it um, he or she can stop the clock whenever he wants he starts it when he when he or she wants and um if the winning team subs in the last five minutes, the clock stops. So you actually have more control over the time, and it's more objective instead of the subjective way FIFA does it. A lot less time wasting. A lot less time wasting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, you don't have the fake cramp and all that right. kind of stuff because um, the t the clock will stop. One thing I've noticed about watching your team and and college women's soccer and professional women's soccer, for that matter, versus the men's game is there is a lot less faking of injuries and more out of the ground <laughs> in the women's game. The women's yeah. game doesn't do that. Yeah, no. Even in the even, even in the highest level the, at the World Cup, right. we don't see it as much now. Luckily, the one good thing about VAR, and certainly we can debate if VAR right. is good or bad, but one good thing when they implemented it in the last men's World Cup is it did um, eliminate a lot of the faking and the diving yeah. because you review it, and then if there's no contact and it's a dive, they were getting a yellow card. So I thought that was really good from an international standpoint. But yeah, you, you really don't see that that much in our at our level in our games. So what is your favorite thing about coaching this team? It's a different team every year. What's your favorite thing about coaching this team, the 2019-2020 team? Um, you know, it's a great question. I don't quite know yet as we sit here in July. Um, but I think um, a couple of things. My favorite thing always about coaching is the student-athletes. You know, getting to come to work every day and and um, trying to, to teach them and mentor them and, and um, play a small role in their development. Um, that That's my favorite thing far and away, every team, every year. Um, this team in particular, from a soccer standpoint, I'm, I'm expecting my favorite thing will be our offense. because mm -hmm. We return a lot of firepower. We return all the firepower. So um, I think it's going to be a really fun offensive team to watch, and I think it's a, a team that's going to have a balanced scoring attack. You more possession focused on when you have the ball, or are you just more the long balls to the to the box? No, we're always more possession focused. We we describe it to our players as like we want to be a, a an attacking possession team. We want to get it, we want to build it through the midfield, but we want to get it in the final third. You know, some of the teams we play, like you said, just launch it. We don't want to do that. We right. want to get it to our attacking players' feet. But also, some of the teams we play, they'll they'll possess it in their own penalty box right. and uh, we don't want to do that we don't want to pass for the sake of passing we're not trying to win number of passes in the game um, but we do want to play 
um, a possession style. So you have a lot of talent in the midfield, Foles, Acox. You have a lot of talent moving forwards. That kind of makes a lot of sense. We do. Yeah, we got a ton of talent. We got some great midfielders. Um, obviously, Bree Folds coming back, but Trevor Acock, as you mentioned, and Haley Whitaker, Ange Daly. I mean, we we are going to be loaded. I think offensively, Jesse Dro. I mean, they it, we scored a ton of goals. I think it's going to happen again. I, I really, I look at the schedule. Um, you guys start out, first game is in August. Coming up, it's going to be really hot, but it's going to be worth coming out. Worth coming out. And you have a home game against Syracuse. We do. And that's uh, that's also in August. And I think that's, yeah. a, that's a home. Home home opener. Yeah. That's our home opener. It's actually um, September 5th. Right. Because we're away our first two weekends. Um, that's kind of unusual, but... And almost every game's on TV with yep. ESPN now. Almost every yep. game's on ESPN Plus or ESPN 3 or whatever it's called. And so, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's kind of the most people have been able to watch your teams yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a great opportunity to watch because every every home game and every conference game will be on, on the SEC Plus. Um, we've actually got three games televised this year on the network so um yeah there's lots of opportunity to watch but there's no better way to watch auburn soccer than in person in the stands it's a great great home environment yeah a lot of families come out it's it's been something that i do i mean that the admission is free so you can come out with your whole family um especially if you're in town for a home football game it's kind of the best the best thing way to spend your friday or saturday morning friday night sunday night that's right. Yeah, and some we have some Thursday night games as well. Um, so then we play them at six thirty. So enough time to kind of get home and grab dinner, and you can still get the kids home to bed at a reasonable time. Um, but it's it is a family friendly environment. Marketing gives some great get giveaways. Um, we've got. LED lights. Mm-hmm. We're one of the only teams in the country, so when we score goals, the lights flicker and do a little light show, and um, it's it's a really fun environment, and we, we would love to see a lot of people out to the games. And if you're going to come to Auburn soccer, you better do it quick because yeah. our season's two months, and it, it is over before you know it. We've only got nine home games. So if you're thinking about coming, you better come out. So what would you, how would you describe the state of the Auburn soccer program right now? Um. Whew. Yeah, you're asking some tough yeah, questions, kind of the, you know, I'm the, in the middle of camp, some tough time. questions. Um, you know, I think I think overall, um, the state of the program is fantastic. You know, you look at um, what we've done in the last 20 years and really give my first two years a pass. You look at the last 18 years, we've been in 16 NCAA tournaments. We've won two SEC championships. The last four years, we've been... Um, Sweet 16 and Elite 8 finish. So it, it's a, an exciting time. And the other thing I will say, you know, we've had all this success, a tremendous amount o- over the years, um, but we feel we're not finished yet. You know, we, we feel there's more to do, and and we're excited about taking this team to the next level. All right. Well, thanks so much for sitting down with me. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. That was a great interview. Wow. What a great job I did. Wow. Crow, how did you get those are some hard-hitting questions? I know. I know. I really I really brought the hammer. They call me Anderson Cooper. They call me Anderson Croper. Oh! Or Ander Crow Cooper. Anyway. My mom didn't know Reader's Digest. Anderson Cooper's mom. I believe. Really? Yeah. Well, I knew he came from, uh, from some... The Vanderbilts. Well, yes. They're, they're part of that whole uh, crew. Go doors. True. Yeah. There you go. For the so, for listeners at home, I act like I was rowing a tiny rowboat. <laughs> Somehow that signals the. So we've well, uh, we mined a flag going up and a tiny <laughs> rowboat today. So guys, 
the Auburn soccer program, mm-hmm. I think, is in a really good spot. Yeah, we've got um, uh, Briefle Daniels coming back. She's got coming a national back. player, right? I mean, she's. I mean, she's a really high-ranked player. Right. She's a top 40 player in her age class, age group. So it's, it's not like she's like a lock for a future no. women's national team, but that is a possibility, right? No, there's not, I mean, yes, it's a possibility. There's only 21 people in the world who get to do that. I think that's right, 21? Is that Something. what they take? Uh, ch- mm, it's less than that, maybe. 23? 23 to the World Cup? Maybe. kind of but there's a lot of people who get to play for the national team who don't ever go to a World Cup. Right. Yeah. So she might be a lock for something like that, for a, maybe a friendly or a cap, as that's, it's called. That's but, always great to see is having a Auburn representative on any U.S. national team. I would say sure. I wouldn't hold my breath for people to make right. it to the women's national team. It's the greatest soccer team in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, no matter the gender, <laughs> like they are the greatest soccer team in the world right now. Um, so for her to break into that would be really tough and I wouldn't, but it'd be incredible. The fact that we even are having this conversation is kind of incredible. Right. Yeah. It's pretty um, cool. So she's a five foot, I think five foot three inch midfielder. Um, she runs really, really fast when the ball's in her, at her feet, it does good things. You can tell, she scores a lot of goals. You can tell that when, um, the play is a bit frantic and she gets the ball it calms it down a little bit she yep. calms the ball down which is a very important thing yeah I I think we should start singing um, give the ball to Brie Folds to the tune of Seven Nation Army I mean, that's, your I, I mean, that's free if you're an Auburn supporter section at the is there is there a big uh, student there's a, there's a lot actually there's a lot of okay. of the other Olympic sports who go to like the swimmers and oh, divers and yeah, stuff yeah. go to the soccer games well there was a couple of games last year whether it was like a Friday night before a football game or whatever where there actually was a pretty good turnout hey Butch brought, the whole, the, way, Butch brought the whole baseball staff to the yeah. tournament game man I love our coaches yeah we had a lot of really good coaches so do you want to go to baseball at this point then alright let's go sure. to baseball so wait soccer is probably are they going to be ranked coming? I hope the, that they're the Florida because that's where they play the SEC tournament every year. The Dong. No, they play yeah, in Orange Beach. Beach. Is right. Oh, no, I don't want to be Florida. I want to be North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina is a great state. North Carolina is growing from an economic standpoint. Mm-hmm. Charlotte's booming right now. Yeah, I think it'd be really great to they be got considered te- the. They got out of textiles. Um, they got out of textiles. Down in banking. It's big in banks. Yeah. And, yeah, you're a big Charlotte. I'm, 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 I'm a Panthers guy, so I'm into it. Yeah, so I mean, they've got Cam Newton. They've got Cam. They they might as well. They might be the Hawaii of states because they've got Cam Newton. <laughs> they got, they're the Hawaii of states. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, soccer's the North Carolina of Auburn programs. Okay, I like. Um, they got Myrtle Beach, Myrtle South Carolina. South. Oh yeah, they got the mountains up. That's one of the things about North Carolina. Boone, they got, they got Boone. Boone. Boone's yeah. great. Asheville's great. I, uh, it's got some of the worst skiing on the face of the planet. Though, yeah, North shout out to Wicked Week. First place everyone skiing. Luckily, it was the first, and not. Yeah, luckily I didn't go anywhere. My else first, and then my first was Snowmass in Aspen, Colorado. Nice. And then my next was two years later, where I'd grown probably in two mm-hmm. inches, and it was on the glorified snow ice. It's just yeah. ice right. in North Carolina, and it was awful. Not, <laughs> nothing like Aspen. Oh, Aspen's the. Where the women flock like the salmon of Capistro. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Aspen once. Where the beer flows like wine. That's the other thing they say. That it's too bad that 
Dumb and Dumber came out the year after I went to Aspen. Gosh, that movie is so good, and it makes Aspen look even better than it actually is. Okay. And it's great. Aspen's, oh, Aspen's incredible. It's, it's, it's cool. Um, I would love to go back one day. You're about to see this guy get on the Tour de France today. Guy had to leave the tour. It was stretcher. I don't. This this makes me uncomfortable. He uh he he didn't die, but he came really darn near close to it. He uh is terrible. Yeah. So do we have a cycling team? No, okay. We don't have a cycling team. I we guess have, it, I bet I'm not gonna. We do have a club team. Yeah. And a triathlon. Shout to Jacob Varner who follows me on Twitter. He's uh was part of the Auburn cycling club team. Really? I had no idea. Big cyclist. So. I would it's not be on it day. because I haven't ridden a bike Saab? in weeks. No, it's a Skoda. Skoda. Oh, okay. I haven't ridden a bike in weeks because of this stupid house renovation. I'm, I'm probably losing weight, but I'm definitely Sweating. getting out of shape. <laughs> I can feel myself getting out of shape as we speak. I'm so out of shape. I'm turning into a different shape. So, if you want to buy us a gym membership... No, I don't want a gym membership. I want a new bike. Go buy my new bike. I'd love, I'd love gym membership, just in case anybody's interested. Um, guys, baseball. 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 Baseball went to the College World Series. Right. First time... Incredible. Since the 1997 season, right? You yeah. Get that right? Yes. Uh, since Timmy Hudson. When's your birthday? Yeah. March of 95. Okay, so... So, you Ryan was two. two. I was two. You were my daughter's age, basically. Wow. Looking like Fran. She is 16 months old. <laughs> Fran, she's growing every day, too. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tim the Hudson's entire career, MLB career span mm-hmm. between these two College World Series appearances, yeah. plus a few years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's that's yeah. crazy. Future Hall of Famer, Tim Hudson. He better be. You My favorite so. all-time MLB player. Uh, but anyway, oh, so this, this, this program right now, again, we've... Uh, had us some interesting hires before Butch. Yeah, yeah, we did. My favorite MLB player is Julio Franco. If anybody was ever interested, I loved Julio. The man Franco. who played into his fifties. Yeah, Texas Rangers great. Yeah. You know whose name I love to say? Julio Franco. That's a good one. Andres Galarraga. Andres Galarraga. Big cat. Love anyway, him. baseball team at all? Yeah, I mean, so if they've just been to a college world series and. If you ask Drew McCracken, next year is supposed to be the year. Well, I yeah. think it, it seemed pretty evident to everyone that, I mean, next year would be the year. We have lost a few pieces. Right. I think because of the success of this past season, right. we had some guys go to the draft. Uh, but the, the pitching staff is going to be should be next year. should be better than it's been in right. a long time or maybe ever this right. next year. So, I mean – it's always a tough assumption that these guys are going to be healthy because pitchers are notoriously never healthy. Yeah. Uh, we have Tanner Burns coming back. You have Jack Owen coming back. You, you've got some of these younger guys that are going to be able to step in. Um, I wonder if – And then with Butch being the head coach, you you know he's going to have these pitchers ready. I mean, that's his specialty. Yeah. That's his forte. For sure. Um, so it comes down to how the offense is going to be playing. And losing a big bat. Losing a couple bats. Yeah. Uh, lost uh, Edouard Julien, losing Will Holland, but okay, we're still going to have uh, Wally at first, Bliss, I guess probably going to short. Connor Davis will probably be at third. Right. Uh, so that leaves a DH spot open. And then yeah, the whole outfield is coming back, though, if I remember yeah. correctly. Uh, yeah, Ward, so. Howell, and Williams. Williams yeah. um, I think so you we... could say that it's the Nebraska of programs. Only because that's where Omaha is. Oh. Yeah. Uh, are we just naming where uh, certain tournaments are at this point? 
Okay. No, that's stupid. <laughs> Nebraska is a terrible place. Uh, it's like, what if you took Colorado and took away all the mountains and the interesting bits? And just <laughs> planted corn yeah. everywhere. Uh, it's the... What's uh, hmm. a state that was great in the 90s is just now making a comeback? South Carolina. Um, Why was South Carolina great in the 90s? Man, Myrtle Beach was rad in the 90s. <laughs> and then it went <laughs> kind of down. Now it's back up to being kind of cool. Uh, Maine. Maine is rad. <laughs> Maine? I like Maine. You never want to see another human being. It's nice for like two months out of the year, and then it's it's miserable the rest of the year. Maybe uh, maybe Texas. Texas. The baseball team would be Texas. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. A lot of people are interested in baseball. It's got a kind of of cult following that will tell you all about Auburn baseball when you want to talk to them about it. It's true. It's true. Um, Yeah. Uh, It's hot. Butch sounds like he could be from Texas. Butch. Butch Thompson could be a Texan. His last name needs to be a first name, though. Butch, Butch Thomas would be a Texan. That'd be... I think I probably know a guy named Butch Thomas. But the Texas of programs. Auburn okay. baseball. I, sure. All right. But South Carolina was rad in the 90s. You saw... You see commercials for it all the time. Did you? Well, I don't think I've ever seen one since I've then. never seen a single remember commercial. commercial. Oh, nice. we used to get all kinds of state commercials. It was hilarious. Well, it's because you got to encourage Texans to get out of Texas. We got one. Texas commercials, too, which was hilarious. <laughs> Even better. Texas. I it's did. Like Actually, now that I remember that, I remember seeing Texas. commercials for Texas yes. while I was in Texas. And I'm like, what are we doing? It's, conver- it's convincing us all to go, hey, you know what? Why would I ever leave? <laughs> beaches. I got beaches, mountains. We got them out west. Corpus Christi. How about that? Not half bad. Yeah, but not half bad. <laughs> if you were the Port Aransas, this is where you want to go. If you're in a beach in Texas, that's where you want to go. But it's closer to drive to the moon. Texas is from here big, to Port I, I don't think of big when I think of Auburn baseball. Auburn baseball's pretty big. I don't think of big. It's, huh? I don't know. Stadium's pretty we'll, big. We'll, we'll keep working on that one. Following's big. Yeah. What's next, Ryan? Well, Hawaiian's tiny. Hawaii's tiny. Auburn baseball's not true, tiny. but it's big in personality. Yeah. Up until recently, all of It's big in waves. I mean, Auburn basketball is. Auburn basketball makes waves. Hey, you, only, you only play five guys. So. It's true. Oahu, Maui, Hawaii, uh, Kona. Yeah. Kauai. Kauai. Yeah. I'm then trying to name all the islands. Where's Waikiki? That's on Oahu. Oh, okay. But I think, so I think there's there's more than five. There's like a thousand Hawaiian islands. But I there's a bunch of tiny yeah. things. But Hope so, Kim. Really Big Island is one of correct? Big Island is Hawaii. Oh, right. Yeah. So yeah. Auburn baseball. No, the Big uh, Island's Hawaii. It's called Hawaii. Yeah. Oahu oh, is Hawaii. Oh, call it the Big yeah. Island. Yeah, okay, I got gotcha. So Auburn baseball, though, I think, you know, looking forward, this it's kind of similar to where we are looking at with basketball, where the, yeah. the bar's been raised over where it was in the last five to ten we years. Just, well, they, I, they should be making postseasons at this point. I think it's, I think the, it's the same uh, bar in that we just we want to make the tournament. We want to make a regional. Right. I, th- I think the next goal, man, it's not necessarily a baseline expectation, but the next goal is to host a regional. Oh, you wanted the national yeah, yeah. seeds. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe, maybe you can host a super regional, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Sure. Um, but of course, you know, I don't really care if they host any regionals, if they keep going to Omaha. Sure. Sure. Makes it a little more difficult. We should do that every does. year. That, that, that's the only thing. Uh, I mean, I, the, the point with that is, is you want to be good enough to do that. Right. That, that, if you're good enough to host a regional, that increases your chances. Right. Uh, it just means you're good. Although we beat some people that 
we're in that position. Yep. We'd be the host of a regional and the host of a super regional. So I would like to host a super regional. That'd be awesome. That's the position I would like I'd be in that, to be in. I'd be I'd stake out in that parking deck all oh, weekend. Oh man. It'd be the biggest party. <laughs> It'd be the biggest Would the NCAA crack down on that? It's not in the stadium. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. I'd be, I'd be throwing money at the field. Oh, <laughs> worry about this. I'm paying these players. <laughs> throwing quarters onto the field. Yeah, I, I think that's the bar. I think I think we want that team to consistently be in the postseason. That that's what you want from all your teams. And in the past. That's what's been hard about football is there was no real postseason. Like, right. And, and the, the value of, of the bowl Sorry, games. Sorry, Yeah. The value of the ball games outside of the playoff now and outside right. of BCS before is subjective. I think it was honestly a little more clear the value of these other ball games during the BCS. The BCS was actually not that bad. Because you had more – you had all but two people playing in these bowl games, so there was a... Yeah. Now you have all but four. I know that seems weird, but then they've created all these lines of, okay, these are the big bowls, and right. it's it, it's not... The New Year's Six! Right. It's not really... Uh, I just think it's muddied the waters. It was the, I think the worst thing about last year, the bowl game, was that Purdue probably was like really excited. They are probably yeah. really pumped yeah. to go to the Music City Bowl. Get to play an SEC team. They thought we were probably going to prove themselves. I heard so, that they were kind of talking a lot of noise and yeah, all the bowl game. Weren't that good. The the flip side of that though is that I guess we're going to transition to football. Uh, You've already done football, Brian. It's no, the California on, state of the program. See, Crow. Here's the thing. We're we're about to get into August, and August people want actually to have to talk football. The people right. want to hear talking football. Wait, right, before we talk football, let's take a quick commercial break. <laughs> And we're back talking football like we do the best. No one talks football like the Origin True Podcast. We American football, football. Not, not soccer. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, um, you're speaking with. Yeah, if I draw my phone, that's all. I'm honest. the only host oh, yeah. of this pod today not wearing a soccer uh, yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Starrett is. Who it is? Yeah, officially a Nottingham Forest fan, supporter, supporter, fan, whatever. We He's American. This is American. This is soccer. It's football, Up Ryan. the forest. <laughs> uh, yeah, not even forest. He's got a sweet away jersey. Yeah, it's from uh, 2016 is what I saw. Fits right in with his uh, Georgia fandom. Oh, oh man. man. Don't that was, that was the only problem. No, he's not, not going to wear it anymore. <laughs> you know, that's my biggest problem with Atlanta United is they, they're black and they red. they got the gold in there. I still disgusting. You can get one of those uh, King Peach jerseys. It's disgusting. I can't wear Kids. white. Sorry. I can't wear white. I hate that so, the MLS did all white kits for like every team. I, I just uh, I can't wear white because I'm just like, that's dirt. I'm a dirty human, so I just <laughs> the second I wear white, something white, it's dirty, and I can't <laughs> like there'll be a pin mark all the way across <laughs> it. And Shout out so. to Daryl Impey. What a race today! He won his first ever stage Tour de France. South African champion. One he's had a yellow jersey for a couple of days, but never won a stage of the Tour and just rode the race of his. Life. Not only would I not be able to finish even that's, a fifth, that's almost of a, Michael Scott, like a. Yeah, it is. He's very excited I, about being said. I wouldn't even be able to finish a fraction of one of these races. Yesterday, they I would die. Yesterday, I would literally die. I mean, yeah, that was the point of the race originally. Yesterday, that man rode 145 miles, and today he got up and decided to run 100, ride 112 miles. 
up some mountains. This guy. One of these people are crazy. Ryan, what do you know about Nottingham Forest? Uh, I know that's where Robin Hood and his band of merry men reside. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then exactly. Oodalali, Oodalali. Oh, yeah, Golly, yeah. what a day. <laughs> Getting back at uh, King John. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I know they're basically Rutgers. That's, that's kind of what that's, I'm coming across. They're really old. Yeah, like one of the one first of the teams, teams, or maybe the first of team. association football. Right, and then they helped a lot they, of other programs kind of get off. Where they have found eighteen sixty five. That's pretty. That's pretty old. When was the they Civil first War. played a rival? Eighteen sixty six. Knotts County. Knotts County. Yeah. You set me up with one of their sorry, sports. sorry, <laughs> sorry. One of my rivals now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, not really, because they are way below. Okay. Hated not, they're like they're like in the not League One. I no, think they are uh, so Forrester in the, the championship. Championship. I think Knotts Which County really second are yeah. <laughs> I think Knotts County are one step above uh, the uh, the amateur leagues or the semi pro leagues of uh, football so they're association. They're in the actual fifth league. They're way. Is there are two or three lower. Guys, we are talking fourth, fourth and fifth league English soccer. On yes. the pod, giving our football You're segment. distracting me. This should yeah. be the football segment. Right. We're talking football. Let's talk about Auburn football. I'm, I'm wearing my Celtavigo. Malzahn's Mighty Men. Yeah. Yeah. So more than any other program, I think this is the one where everybody's the most unsure. They're like, it, this is the prove it year to a lot of Auburn right. fans. More or more or less. Which I feel like it's. Just, I feel like we say this every year, and then we get. All right. Here's the deal. Gus has got to win eight games. Okay. Well, here it turns out he wins eight games. Well, eight I, and five. Actually, I don't think anybody has said has to win nine games this year. Gus has to do nine and ten and or nine and no nine and three. There's no issue. You know what? If he could just beat the hardest schedule in the history of college football and well, win we, ten games and beat Alabama, we've talked about how like it depends on the losses and how it goes down. Right. So <laughs> he's well, playing the hardest schedule in the world. Hang on, let's get this on the record though. So that everybody is very clear on this, because we're, it's, go, it's gonna come up in the off season. Yeah. If we win one game or fourteen games, Pat it's Sullivan come up. would not start for this team. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I think Pat. He's, he's a he's a pretty good passer. Yeah, sure. I mean, he's he's pretty. I just want to do a really hot take. Yeah, he's, he's pretty old. He's still old. Yeah, he's had some health problems. Uh, are you on the Gus bus? What is that right mean? now? Right what now. What does the Gus bus mean? Define that and maybe. Is the answer? Are you supportive of Gus being the head coach right now, and do you think he is the best man for the job? Yes. Wait, come out. That's a weird job. Would I rather have any other coach but Gus? Probably. I can no, no. But, but realistically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if you are AD right now, or not right now, six months ago, do I think Gus Malzahn should not have been fired at the end of last year? Correct. Yeah. I mean, we can. Uh, and do I am I think that Gus is the head coach of the Auburn Tigers? Yes. Do I think Gus deserves a chance to win eight games this year? Yes, because I'm a real person who can read the schedule and understand that we don't play every game in a vacuum, and that's a really tough sled to win eight games against. I think the, I think the issue is, is, okay, th- there's always this excuse for Gus. There's always this right. excuse that, oh, well, I mean, it's a tough schedule. Right. Yeah. But but it's always going to be tough. Alabama plays a fairly tough schedule too. That's Alabama gets the benefit of not schedule. playing Alabama every year. And they don't have to play Georgia. And right. they get to play Duke. But <laughs> they still they still play in the SEC. <laughs> they still play a fairly tough schedule. You don't see anybody complaining. Well, 
you might find you some do. people complaining about their schedule, but they still win. It's 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 a certain point when you keep doing the same thing over and over again. You you do eventually have to say, okay, maybe we need to try something. Right. Else. So so I think eight games is the demarcation line right now. If if we go, just forget the bowl. Yeah. Eight and four regular season. What are you doing on November thirty first? I think is the day after the Iron Bowl. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, December first. On who we've lost to, how we've lost. I mean that that's that's my whole thing the whole way. We can't. It's it's the weird. Okay, so eight and four means you probably just lost to Georgia and Alabama. We'll okay, did we get stopped by them? Did we put up a fight? Like, have we had major injuries? Like, it, it, it really depends. Yeah, there's sure. a lot going. I don't, I don't have any sort la- of like, la- I it's mean, it's gotta be this or he's gone. If he loses five, if he loses the first six games, and he's zero and six. If we lose yeah, the probably if, if, if the offensive line stinks this year, I think he needs to be fired. I mean, I, I, I like that's that's a fireable offense for you. Because this wasn't last, a one-year mistake. This last year was program. already like, why? Why are we in year six? Yeah. And this uh, right. this offensive line stinks. Like, and we are working with the same guys. Yeah. And we didn't sign any last year, so we're gonna have to sign a bunch this year. Right. It'll all be brand new next year. Uh, right. Most, yeah, for the most part. we're losing five guys off this line. Right. So it 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 become that sort of thing becomes inexcusable, right. and. Again, you can make excuses any which way you want about anything for anyone, for almost anything. That's a great statement. But, but <laughs> don't do anything to anyone ever, ever <laughs> for any reason. For any reason. But uh, I, I, it's just at some point you just got to say, okay, well, this this is an issue because this is year seven, right? This right. Is season seven. So if we're not, if we're still winning eight. Games in a year that seems like a issue. right because like, you, our bar should be higher than eight games. We should want to win ten games every year. This team's going to lose a lot of talent on this team. Oh gosh. Going into next year, oh. you can't. Wow, that is the worst thing I've ever seen. So sorry, we're watching a replay of a women's soccer game, Orlando versus Portland, and the goalie may have made the worst mistake I've ever seen. Oh my god, that was awful. the sport. Anyway, oh, uh, back back to football. Back to football. I think. Let me weigh in on this real quick, Ryan. I think the idea of absolutes, if Gus yeah, doesn't yeah, this, yeah, then right, this, right. Is, is not helpful to that, this guy. That, that's my whole thing is... Uh, okay, so then do you have the confidence that this will be a successful year, a successful... Honestly, night? I do not. Okay. No, yeah. I, 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 think, I think that's the question is, are, I, are you expecting I want, to be happy after this football? I want things to go well. Yeah, I, think, I, I, think I very much yeah. do. I like Gus Malzahn as our coach. I really want everything to work out. I mean, obviously, I you're like a fan him. of Auburn. You wanted to go well. No, and I'm a fan of him. Yeah, I like Gus. I like um, his offense. I like it. I, I've said this a million times on this podcast. No offense in college football is more fun to me to watch when it's rolling than oh, Gus's man, offense. Fun. It's the best. And also, no offense is more infuriating and horrible to watch when it's not running well yes. than Gus's offense yes. because it is... Hurry up and punt. Yep. Um, it's three straight plays for no yards or negative yards, and then you punt, and that stinks. But when it's rolling, and a lot of and times running, it just seems like yeah. we don't know what we're doing. When you're running like, power and dive and zone reads for five people. yards and running at every single play, the same play over and over again before the defense can line up, it's the most it's the most fun thing to be on the same side so of fun. in football. Period. 
I would rather that than I would almost rather that than just being able to throw bombs left and right. My my big concern also, or not big concern, just one concern I have is is I, I have a theory that almost no coach is can last more than ten years in a job anyway. Maybe like I think it's I think it was VAP on his pod talking about this. Maybe we should have more of a bring back soccer uh, mentality, soccer mentality. When it comes to this, like you look at Germany, people are upset that Germany kept uh, Yugi Love. Oh yeah, yeah, for another cycle. For another cycle, I, I think ten years is the maximum now. I, I think there's so going to be exceptions. This is a guy who won the World Cup, and there people yeah. were like, "Well," and it, it didn't actually work Start out. He looked really bad in oh, this yeah, past yeah. World Cup, and they're like, "Who vindicated that they thought once you do one World Cup cycle, four years, get somebody new, get somebody new, get fresh blood, fresh brains." I, I I think there's merit to that, and I, I, this, that Brazil like, has a new coach every cycle. They don't keep guys. It plays into they usually go two years per yeah. coach. Um, Mexico sort of the same thing. Um, I I do. I, I've had this running theory for a long time. I, I think there are uh, some exceptional parts to that, uh, or people that can last and be effective. Nick Saban's obviously right. run for longer than ten years. I just think that it, it it's just the nature of the job. I think people get comfortable. I think people... Uh, there should be term limits. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, well, that's a whole other That'd be really terrible for uh, recruiting. If you knew the guy was coming well, out last year. Actually, but if you, knew, if you knew the guy was going to be gone... See, that uh, it kind of... maybe there It makes be. you commit to a school. Or yeah, it makes you commit to a school when you yeah. know that... The coach is going to be there. You two more years, you out. Couldn't force teams to have a term limits, no, obviously. No, but uh, no, I, I, I do. I am a little concerned that now we're in year seven. How much longer, even if he gets things together this year? Because yeah. next year doesn't look good. I mean, right. I, I we're think we can look at all, it. Our, all of our starters in the offensive line and three of the defensive we'll line. We have a returning quarterback. And yeah. That's. You're, well, you're returning yeah. your quarterback, receivers, running backs, and secondary. I and think a really good linebacker crew. Yeah, yeah. This is this is one of the things that hasn't been discussed. The linebacker crew is really good. The, the linebacker depth at Auburn right now is as good as it's ever been. Really. So yeah, I I can't tell you the last time I've seen it because I haven't seen it. Yeah. You mean you guys can tell me maybe two thousand four? Yeah. Yeah, oh three was the best linebacker uh, in the history of the uh, school, probably. Right. Well, according to ESPN magazine. Well, I would yeah. say according to anybody else, yeah. those cats were flat yeah. out dogs. Yeah. Um. But, so uh, it, it, it's an interesting. Dichotomy because there's so many position groups where Auburn is stacked with talent, right? Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and and not necessarily that we're like the best recruiting class in the country, but stacked uh, and stacked. We have some sports. interesting talent at running back. I, we don't have a bunch right. of five stars, and but we have some. That's been hurting us, and that we haven't had a you know a future, basically Georgia and, running back. Here's yeah. one of my favorite Sony Michelle. One of my Todd favorite Gurley. Gus right. complaints, and it's going to come up this year. There will be the complaint that, one, we don't have a feature back. Yeah. B, Gus runs the same guy too much. And both will somehow be true <laughs> at the same time, even though... Well, we don't have a feature back. It's, it, it always takes us four, ga- four games to find yeah. the guy. And then we only run that guy. Um, this mean, year we have returning all of our guys from right. last year. Right. I still Which think it's interesting because that was the one year we didn't have... This is the, last year was the first time Auburn didn't have a true feature yeah. back yeah. in over a decade. And Gus did run 
Booby into the ground. Yeah, right. That's true. He did. And part of that is he didn't. He, uh, he got hurt, did he not? Yeah, but I don't think well, he, did, he didn't have he, like he thirty carries a game. Like, part of that is because Auburn didn't maintain possession enough to run Booby. That's into true. The I, I I do. But I digress. Uh, our offensive line was not right. good enough either. Um, I that I mean, I go into every season with Gus's coach expecting it'll take four games for him to figure things out, right. which stinks when you start off with. Oregon. It hasn't really, if you look back at it, it hasn't really bitten us that bad our first game yeah. um, under him. And we've played, we've played Louisville. We Actually, has winning that Auburn game. lost an opener? Don't think so. Under guess? I don't Clemson. Uh, was Clemson an opener? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, at Clemson was week two. That's right. That was week two. So, no. But Clemson at Auburn 2016, that might have been an opener. Oh, it was because we played the rotating quarterbacks. What's the worst happen? game plan on the face of the earth? What's going to happen, though, with Gus? And this is what happens every time. People are going to say, we should fire Gus because X. Mm-hmm. They don't mean it. What they mean is, we should fire Gus because of the 2016 Clemson and Georgia games. <laughs> That's what they mean. And people have not gotten well, over those games there are, to yeah. the point that this year, if he beats Georgia and Alabama... But looks bad doing it, or looks bad and loses to LSU, or loses to Florida. We're losing to LSU. Let's just put that on the table. Or lose somebody else. If we beat Georgia and Alabama, we're probably going to Atlanta, and th- those yeah. people will at that point. When the West two out of three years, I think that's gonna. The, the, those people at that point would be like, okay, even if we don't look good doing it, they'll be like, all right. But well, could you we imagine had we fired us after the 2016 Georgia game? Like think about that world in which in which JJ at that time gets in the car and says you're fired after the game. Well, I can't before imagine before the Alabama game. world, before the Alabama game, he's fired at the end of the Georgia game. Oh, was, was, nobody would ever some, want to coach here ever again. In the somebody of somebody needed to be fired after that game. <laughs> somebody did probably, but like that was a horribly yeah that was horrible. Although, although well, I, I, at the time, that's the matter. But you can't fire a guy in 2019 uh-uh. for a loss in 2016. Well, you can if there is a fix to all all of Gus's winning. problems. Just it, win, it, baby. It's not just hey, man, Just go out and beat the hardest schedule yeah. in the country. No, and it's not even that. There, there is a fix. If Joey Gatewood or Bo Nix looks like one of the best quarterbacks in the country, which... I think I As think it has, they were rated that way. I'm not I think saying it has to be Gatewood that looks good. I don't think people are going to give credit, Gus credit for Bo. I don't think they will. They'll give his dad credit, right? And, and here's Which the thing. I think is at sure. this point valid. I mean, Gatewood I think has a better chance of success in Gus's offense, and I think Gus has a better chance of success. Well, than Gatewood I, is I think uh, look because basically the Bo Gus is an eccentric, like paranoid dude. Um, just. Putting that out there, it's. I think. I think that's true. It, you know, part it. I think it is part flaw, but some of it works in his favor. I don't. I don't think he's going to start a true freshman. I just don't think he's going. Do I, I don't either. I, I. He protects his his kids. He he's very. Gus is very predictable in that he protects players, even though everybody talks about how he runs running backs into the ground. Um, I I think that happens because he. Um, He's in the game, and he's not thinking yeah. about how many touches this right. guy's got. He's not going to throw a true freshman into the fire unless he is just worlds better than Joey Gatewood. If they I think are Joey Gatewood has to lose the job. If they are even close to the same, 
then then Gatewood's getting the start. Right. I mean, that's and back to my point about how this fixes everything for guys. If if Joey Gatewood looks like the guy, yeah. If he you know is rushing for you know, eighty yards a game, is able to take those those zone reads and and be a power back. If he's the uh, Kenny Trill. Of, oh, uh, okay, that was only for one game. Right. Kenny Trill. I'd like uh, him to be Willie Beeman. All right. Well, if, if we if Gus gets that, I think that silences a lot of people. It, it, that, no, that it, buys it, him time. Well, what do you right. guys think? Call in. Actually, we'll we'll take your calls right. next. We actually have uh, have to take off though. What state do you think Auburn? Yeah, is? what state do you think the Auburn program is? The whole program the is a whole. The program is good. The, the whole program. The whole program. I think uh, it's maybe as good as it's ever been. Maybe as good as ever been. Because we have uh, we had. Two teams in the postseason. Football didn't totally tank. They were in the bowl game. And right. They destroyed they murdered someone in the bowl game. Um, Shot a man in uh, the Soccer game. made the postseason, right? Right. Um, women's basketball made the women's postseason. Women. Um, are we missing any other major sports? Oh, basketball made the Final Four. Well, yeah, I think everybody knew that. Yeah. I meant any early. other major sports. Uh, gymnastics had a national Gymnastics had a great season. Sweet 16 this year. Uh, um, equestrian won the national, national championship. championship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think golf was really good. Golf, golf was really was good. Track and field, I think, had a national right champion. I think. Yeah. An individual champion. Yeah. So, so um, I'm sure we're forgetting something. Sorry if you played one of these sports and you're very offended that we swimming and diving did. I'm sure they were great. They're dead. They will never be as good as they were in the 2000s. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just that may be the one thing J.J. Jacobs. I'm a big Rowdy Gates fan. I just need we eat more Rowdy Gates. Do you, you want an infinity pool in your backyard? Yeah, man. <laughs> Are you selling one? No, no. Rowdy though is selling them. Yeah, Rowdy. If you want to sponsor oh, an Infinity let's get, Pool, let's get Rowdy on the pod. Dude, I would love to have Rowdy Gaines on the pod. I think Rowdy Gaines would be on the pod. Let's do it. He probably knows uh, we got Jerry. Jack, reach out to Rowdy Gaines' people. Get him on the pod. He's a media guy. Anyways, oh, nice. here we go. 